Welcome to 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, our brand performance podcast, where we connect and collaborate with other self-sustaining entrepreneurs, authors, and experts. Hi, I'm Marlo Higgins, your Chief Inspirational Officer. I like to say when we perform, we get paid. This podcast focuses on the areas of confidence, mindset, leadership, and performance, which all lead to increased revenues and sales. As your Chief Inspirational Officer, I'm focused on the development of people by unearthing their values, talents, and self-worth, otherwise known as that self-esteem factor. People matter, self-worth matters, time matters. When it all aligns, everything works. All right, welcome back to this week's episode of 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, our brand performance podcast. And today our performance conversation is with our special guest, Matt Holleran. So who is Matt Holleran and why have we chosen to have him on our podcast? Well, Matt comes to us. He has been leading the social wave in the financial services for years. He teaches top advisors how to be human in an industry that could use a little bit more personal touch. He has studied the ways that people communicate over 20 years and has been featured in the Wall Street Journal. He's an expert in digital communication and he is also an author. So I am excited to uh, to have Matt with us today. Thank you, Matt, for being with us. Yay, I'm super happy to be here. Yay. Okay. So we just want to tap into your genius and those listeners that are out there, they love this conversational style. And so I would love for you to, to maybe elaborate a little bit on, on your introduction. Is there anything else you want to share with us before we jump into our first key question? No. <laughs> I, think a, <laughs> okay. I think you did a great job of teaming me up there, so I'll take it. Excellent. And, you know, Matt's a podcaster too, and so he gets to do this all the time. But uh, today he's on the other side of the fence, which is kind of fascinating for him too. So what I'd like to start with, Matt, and where our audience is going to get a lot of value is how you position this three steps to winning clients. And um, I would love to know a little bit more about that and, um, and take us there. So the first most important thing that I think about about winning clients is you have to be hyper-focused, right? Uh, Everybody out there always talks about, well, you have to have a niche. And why people don't embrace that, Marlo, I have no flipping idea, right? It's like going out fishing uh, in the middle of the Pacific Ocean with a net and you just throw it out there willy-nilly and hope you catch what you're looking for. That That's not really what true marketing is and how you're going to, especially even attract your ideal client. So you have to be very specific. Now in financial services, we hear this all the time, which will probably make you giggle. But when we say, hey, you know, what is your niche? They'll say, well, I want to work with anybody who's 65 and above and retire. Mm, right. Which is like 200 million people, right? I mean, <laughs> That's not really a niche. Or my, my other favorite one is I'd like to work with women. Really, that's 51% of the population. Let's get a little bit more specific. So what we do uh, is we help you do, we have, it's called the MIC, the My Ideal Client. And you should be able to close your eyes and tell me exactly who you're talking to and who your ideal client is. Okay, but why do you think it's so hard for people? And I too have been in that space, right? And I, over the years of building a brand and, you know, what exactly is a brand? We're going to talk about that next, but it's so difficult. Why do you think that is? What have you found as the reason, Matt? They think they're, it's limiting, right? And, uh, and it is, but in a really good way. Uh, when you can find your specific niche and you can feel like you know who you're talking to, everything becomes easier. It saves you time. It saves you money. It saves you marketing dollars. It allows you to go to centers of influence, people who are influential within your marketplace and get them to truly understand what you do. If you say, 
Like if, if you're a real estate agent and you sell any house to anybody at any time, that's a really expensive market to market to. But if you specifically work in a specific neighborhood or maybe you uh, sell houses on lakefront properties or waterfront or you sell land, now we're starting to get a little bit more specific, especially since communication has fundamentally changed. You have to communicate to your ideal client and prospect in the medium they prefer while they're there. Okay, That statement has changed everything when it comes to marketing, and a lot of people are really behind the ball on that. Oh, I totally would have to agree with you. So you have this groundbreaking way of looking at existing clients, overcoming this niche. Can you give us a tip or a pointer for somebody who's listening to that? Is there one specific, I mean, so drilling down even further. So you say hyper-focused with marketing, but can you take us to a, a strategy that you work with clients on? Right. So existing clients, so so there would be two camps here. So you go through your book of business, whatever that book of business is, and you highlight your favorite people. Now, these are people when they pick up the phone and they call you, you are super excited to talk to them. The problem is, is <laughs> there are a lot of people out there who don't have a lot of those. But even if you have one or two, Marlo, that is like the best thing in the world. And then you not only write out the psychographic information, which is, you know, what do they like to do? What do they do for fun? Uh, where did they come from? Uh, what do you guys talk about during your, your meetings or when they buy products and services? What are their needs? And then you also want to make sure you really detail out those demographics. What happens a lot of times is you'll look at your top five, top 10 clients and you'll be like, well, there's not a lot in common here. But if you work with a professional like you, you're going to be able to look at that list, Marlon, and say, yep, here are the commonalities here and here how, here's how we can create a very focused and targeted marketing plan directly to people just like that. Okay. So here's a circle back around. So you and I are both featuring each other on our podcast. And I think like one of the, the comments around this that I think people just don't even realize, but it's a lot about looking at yourself in the mirror, right? So that like tracks like compromise. And so I think a lot of it too, I think we're just thinking too hard. Would you agree with that? <laughs> oh boy. I think people <laughs> overthink the heck out of this. Absolutely. Uh, it's it's unbelievable. Just giving yourself permission to say, who do I want to work with? Yes. Right? Man, yes. that's liberating, isn't it? It is. And it's fun too, because I mean, yeah, it's fun. And, and I think that's where you feel the joy and the energy from people. And then that's who you want to uh, work with is that joy and energy and somebody who's just, yeah, not overthinking and making it all hard, but uh, it, very enlightening. Okay. So share with us, and this is a, a, a big question, but what exactly is a brand? <laughs> well, I don't think we have enough time for me to really dive into it entirely. But uh, a, a brand is so much more than just your logo and your website. And that's what a lot of people will say. You know, it's my logo. It's my color scheme. It's a Pantone colors, blah, 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 blah. But it's, it's so much deeper than that. Uh, it, it's your story. Right. Cynic talked about start with why, which if you haven't listened to that, uh, please do. It's a magnificent TED talk. It's very, very short. But you have to really begin with that end in mind. Well, you know, why do you want to do business with these people? Why? And the most important thing is the whiff and what's in it for me from a client perspective. So what do what what do they want from you? Right. And then you build an entire story around that. I was just working with a friend of mine this morning. We just hang out and drink coffee and, and chat about business because, you know, business people should do that. <laughs> and we were talking about what he is going to, how he's going to position himself in the marketplace. And I, I asked him to tell me, just tell me a story of an ideal client and what you, what would you really do for them and how they would feel. There's some touchy feely, warm and fuzzy stuff here, but how would they feel 
after they get done with this process and after we got done, he said this huge smile on his face, Marley. He's like, oh my gosh, I just, I just totally built my brand story. And, and that's absolutely correct. Yeah. And it, but you know, I think it takes somebody like yourself, you know, you've got to sit down, you've, you are talented in this arena. And I think that collaboration and that synergy to be able to have those conversations and ask the right key things, help others understand that that is the way to go about it. Right. And how you were able to help that gentleman pull it out. That's powerful, but it is, there's a lot of interaction that has to happen, I think, in order for that to take hold. Mm -hmm. Okay. So another question for you in this space are, you know, what's the most important sales skill needed to influence today's prospective client? Oh, you got to give everything away. Uh, that, that, that is one of those. And I have, you're probably much, much younger than I am. So when, you know, when I was younger, every Thursday night, it was like must see TV on NBC. Right. And so crazy Larry used to come on during the commercial break of friends and yell at me about how his car dealers, you know, his prices were lower than anybody because he was crazy. Nobody does that anymore. Right. So when I said, you know, you have to communicate to your clients in the medium in which, you know, they prefer while they're there, that is the, that is the whole key to, to all of this. It's, it's, you have to be in that space and then give, 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 give. Don't ask. There's a courting process now. It used to be that people used to talk about sales, right? Well, you need to have great sales training and here's your closing words and here's your scripts. Now, those things are important, but the time, Marlo, that it takes to get to the close is fundamentally different nowadays. People are going to research the heck out of you. They want to see that you're making a commitment to them and the best way to do that is through through giving lots of stuff away and doing it socially. Right, right. Okay, so then, you know, another area of your genius is this communication strategy on the social media platforms, right? So you've just described communication has fundamentally changed. So give us some more insight into that space. So as you're listening to this and you want to say, okay, why is it fundamentally changing? What can I do now about it? Well, what can you do now about it is surprisingly so much easier than it was before, right? Uh, you know, you would have to pay an advertising agency to do a whole bunch of market research. And then, you know, that costs a lot of money. And then you would have to create an ad and then maybe do an AB test or maybe ABC test, which means you would run congruent ads that have different messages and see which ones performed the best. But a lot of it was quite nebulous. Nowadays, it's it's right in front of you. Facebook analytics is crazy accurate, right? It was and still is not as much as it was before a marketer's flipping dream. But here's the cue. If you talk for a living podcast, because if you look at what Gary Vanderchuk says, of course, he swears a lot and is very loud. Um, <laughs> but he figured out that he can take a video or a podcast and turn it into lots and lots of different snippets of content, right? It's mm. so simple to do that nowadays. And that is the key, how you maintain omnipresence, ever presence on social media without having to spend hours and hours and hours and hours every day doing it. Did that answer your question? It, it does. And okay. so do you align? So when you're working with a podcast, and I know that this is your sphere of influence right here is, is the podcasting space, but does somebody, do you recommend they go about it by themselves or do you align with a company or what would you recommend if somebody is listening to that, they're in a niche market mm -hmm. and they want to expand their horizon through the podcast, what would you offer them as far as guidance and getting started? Well, the first thing is, is you have to make a decision that marketing is worth your time. So I have to start there. You should be spending uh, anywhere from 10 to 15% of gross, not net on marketing. 
And whether that allows you to work with a company from a budgetary perspective, or if you can outsource little pieces of it, uh, Dan Sullivan, who's an amazing coach, says, uh, if you don't have to look at the, the how, you have to look at who, right? When you're, when you're trying to implement something new in your business. And for us, there are lots of different who's out there. Uh, you can outsource your editing, your syndication, your production. You can outsource to a host. You can outsource to somebody who's going to write your show notes and your topic titles and your graphic design for your podcast. All of those different pieces can be outsourced to lots of different people. And if you have a budget to do a little bit of it, then go right ahead, right? You have to really love this though. Uh, I love being behind the microphone and I love editing. It's crazy how much I love editing and looking at these little wave patterns on the screen and tightening it up and then mastering it. I love that stuff. Most people hate it. I was going to say, you know, yeah, you don't hear that often. No. <laughs> that's that's, that's yeah. kind of where I cut my teeth though. I mean, at 13 years old, I was on the radio. Yeah. And so I've been doing this for a really long time. And when I found out it was very difficult to get a real job being a voice talent, uh, I started doing a lot more of the editing and production. Right. Okay. So now here's another thing too in the podcast space, because so many people are out there. I mean, I've been podcasting since 2017. I love doing it just like you do. And I just love the communication style and just getting to know people on the other end. And I also love to say people are just listening to this. They're flying the wall. They get to be in this intimate conversation about you and I jibber jabbering about you know, niche and market and, and all of these different things. But with all of that noise, with all of these options, do you have a recommendation, Matt, as far as helping people define or decide what podcast they should be listening to? Oh my gosh. Oh, it's so wonderful. If you literally go on iTunes and type in any keyword in the search bar, you're going to find a podcast. There's a podcast for just about everything out there. Now, there are some, and it really depends on really what you're looking for. Like for me, I don't listen to podcasts about my business. I listen to podcasts that are really highly produced podcasts because I want to make sure that I'm getting better. But man, the search engine is insane. Uh, any of them, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, all of them. All you have to do is type in whatever keywords you're looking for and you can find a great podcast for you. Right. Okay. So let's go back into the financial area, which is a place that you work with the financial mm -hmm. advisors and all of that. Talk about digital communication in that space for a financial advisor. Well, it's hard. And the reason it's so hard is because of uh, we are probably the most highly regulated industry in the United States. It's funny, you know, a doctor can have horrible issues, right? But it's really hard to find the doctor's horrible issues when you are on a financial advisor's website, if they've ever done anything wrong, it is literally one click that's mandatory on the website. So, you know, trying to find a financial advisor who's never had any sort of issues is very, very difficult. So there's number one, we have compliance. But what we have found is the advisor should get, and anybody who's in thought leadership model, so that'd be estate planning attorneys, CPAs, real estate agents, plastic surgeons, any of these people really need to get their thought leadership in the can at the beginning right? So it's usually six to 12 podcasts, and then they need to start interviewing people. And that's our model. We have a 36-month program that takes you from really being not known in an industry to owning the industry. We call it the micro-influencer program. And it's how Kirk and I, my business partner and I, grew our business from zero. We both folded both of our businesses a little over two years ago, and our last valuation was a little north of $2 million. And so uh, we know this works. And uh, so this is the same system that we bring to our niche, which is financial services professionals, specifically independent 
financial advisors, which I don't think, I don't know if you want to get into what that means, but whatever. Yeah, no, I think that's very powerful and people are listening to that. So right there, you're building trust, Matt. I mean, the the minute you can speak that truth that, you know, you've been through that and you've figured out the formula or the system in order to make that happen is very, very powerful. So when somebody is coming into that space, I mean, can you give us some concrete social media strategies that you use? Oh, yeah. Oh, dear God. That's fantastic. Great question. Number one, you want to Google what are the keywords that are being searched in your specific industry. And there are magnificent, and they're all free reports. Uh, You can do it through HubSpot, Hootsuite, any of those large uh, social media platforms. You can find out exactly what is trending. That is the goal. Now, we specifically focus on LinkedIn uh, because we're more business to business and we're business to professionals. The hashtags are very, very, very powerful. So LinkedIn just implemented a hashtag search function, which is amazing. But the best thing you can possibly do is purchase LinkedIn Sales Navigator. So if you're a B2B or if you're trying to get to professionals, which are people who earn on average, it's surprising, it's like over $250,000 a year. They've been in the industry for 11 years. They're much more interested in uh, being involved with your content than they are on Facebook because people aren't posting things about their dinner or their dog. They're posting things about business. And um, if you utilize Sales Navigator, you can drill down to exactly who you want to find, and it gives you the opportunity to communicate with them directly. But I want to go back to something I said earlier, which is you have to court them. You have to build a relationship with them, give them a bunch of free stuff, and then you can ask them to set up a phone call or ask for their business. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And I would agree. So what I hear you describing there is relationship marketing, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so you basically are you know, entering into the party where you know everybody is at that can leverage and utilize what you have to offer. And then you just basically oh, say, you know, let's, let's go. And this is, uh, yeah, this is communicating in, in just a richer, more defined way. And that's huge. People appreciate that too. Because it's not a salesy approach. There's a big difference. Can you talk to us about that? I mean, as you're hearing what I'm saying as far as like, you know, sales versus trust. Can you take us there? What what does this do for us? Well, part of it is showing and commitment is so important. I, I your potential client wants to see that you are committed to their specific needs. And the best way to do that is to just do a little bit of legwork. If you're trying to land a large account or whatever, you need to be doing massive due diligence and then tailoring your messages to the needs of that specific uh, niche or that specific company. That's how you build a relationship. Also, it is dorky as this sounds, like their posts, comment on their posts with meaningful stuff that shows you read the post, share their post. When you post something that is applicable to their business, tag them in the post to just show that you're paying attention. As long as it's not annoying and you're not writing a you know eight-page description of the article that they just wrote to make yourself look smart, remember, it's not about you. It's about showing you care about them. Mm, that's big. Okay. So then another question I have here in that space as I'm listening to you describe that, I mean, there's time that goes into that. Do you have a recommended amount of time that you would encourage people to spend on that platform so they don't, you know, obviously just lose their own value of time? It, I mean, what do you recommend? Because you what you say there, there's a lot to do to engage and interact. Have you figured out or can recommend time? Yeah, there's a, there's a couple of things. Number one, walk before you run. This the, don't don't go full speed and start trying to communicate with nine thousand different people because you're going to die and you're going to fail and it's just you're going to get discouraged. So walk before you run. Find a couple of people, right? You should. Everybody who's listening to this should have a hot list or a hit list, whatever you want to call it, of about a hundred people 
or 100 organizations or 100 whatever that you want to target, okay? Choose two or three of them. Start working this. Now, I love social media. So I spend probably an hour a day, okay, where I'm on different social media platforms, uh, looking at things, reading things, connecting with people, that sort of stuff. Now, I believe that if you if you're focused, if you don't go on like, you know, YouTube video, you know, rabbit chasing, or, uh, you know, you don't get on Facebook and just find out what's going on with your friends. If you're really focused, you should spend a half an hour a day, every day in client communication, prospect communication using social media. Right. I would like to say 30% of our time. So two hours. So of an eight hour day, two hours a day focused on growth. And in that growth, that's the space that you're clearly describing is, you know, get out there and be connecting with others in a different way. And it's unique. And, you know, it's interesting how we build relationships this way. And obviously, you know, we can build fast friends pretty quickly when we do that. And then it opens up your network to so many more people. And then your influence is so much greater. And it's all about the value piece. So Matt, this is amazing. And we're coming into the close. Is there anything you want to share with us before we close out this episode today? I want everybody to look at your flipping LinkedIn profile because you just said fast friends, Marlo, and that is exactly what happened with you and I. Yes. I looked at your profile. I looked at your picture. I was like, this woman is super, her energy. I could just tell your energy right from your picture, from your posts, how you put your color scheme, your fonts. And I was like, I totally want to get to know this person. I don't know you from Adam. Right. Right. I mean, I do now because of course right. I did due diligence <laughs> on this, but, but there was something about you and something about how you positioned it. And everybody who's listening to this should try to do that for their specific niche or their specific focus or their specific market. Right. No. And that's the thing. It's passion over paychecks. I'm just passionate about what I do. And I think it does show in our brand. And totally. that's been really, really important to us that we um, have very pure intentions and who we align with and how we communicate and bring the value in a way that it matters because we like to lead by example. We want to teach other people to do that same thing. So thank you, Matt. That was wonderful for you to, uh, to recognize that and um, give us that validation. Okay. So we're coming into the close to learn more about Matt Halloran. Where can we find websites, social media? How can we connect with you, Matt? Best thing to do is to follow me on LinkedIn. Uh, so just go ahead and send me a LinkedIn request or follow me. I think I'm over the 10,000 limit. Uh, so I think more people follow me than actually connect with me. Uh, so Matt Halloran, uh, if you type in the podcast guru or Matt Halloran podcasting, I'm number one uh, on LinkedIn. Uh, and then topadvisormarketing.com is our website. We've got a great free white paper, by the way, if you want to download and find out a little bit more about how you can start your own podcast. It's totally free. All you have to do is go to what's the Influencer Academy tab, click on podcasting, and it's right there. We try to practice what we preach to, Marlo. So we want to give, we give a lot away. You want to know about branding? Bam. You want to know about social media? Bam. If you don't want us to do it, but you want to do it, we'll still give you everything you need to be successful because you just have to exist there. And if you don't have the money to hire us, that's okay. Just get your foot in there, You know, kind of walk through that uh, that door and, and see where it takes you. And if at some point we can help you or you can help them, uh, I hope that they decide to hire either one of us. That's amazing. That's liquid gold. And thank you for just opening up the red carpet for others. And um, and it's true. I mean, they may not need it right now, but you know what? They may find it in the future and Matt would be their person. So love it. Okay. So you can find more about Matt and his team by visiting our website at marlohiggins.com where you can add him to your circle of influence, connect to his resources and be part of his journey. So again, thanks so much, Matt, for your time. Thank you. 
We invite you to share this podcast with others and thank you in advance for your partnership. If you enjoyed this episode and it left you feeling inspired, share your biggest takeaway on our Perform and Get Paid community Facebook page where we'll engage and respond to your questions. This is Marlo Higgins, your host and Chief Inspirational Officer. Have an awesome rest of your day. As your Chief Inspirational Officer, I coach executives to gain clarity and remove self-doubt to increase performance in sales. To book a complimentary coaching session with me, simply visit marlohiggins.com and click on the Work With Me tab to schedule a call. Did you like this podcast? If so, subscribe and share with all of your friends. And if you want even more awesome resources to gain clarity and remove self-doubt, plus some personal insights from me that I only share in email, get yourself over to marlohiggins.com and sign up for the email updates. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you next week on 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo. If you're into it, subscribe, leave a review and tell all of your friends. We would sure appreciate it.